My father, John Erickson, was a wonderful daddy to me. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Obviously named after my dad, John Erickson, and I'm glad I was. You probably hear me talk about my father many times on this program. He was such an adventurer, always taking us camping, hiking. Dad was my hero. I remember when I was very little, he took me and my sisters to see a movie about Eskimos. It was called The Young Savages. I was troubled by a scene in which an elderly Eskimo who was dying was left behind on an ice floe. We talked about it on the way home, and although I cannot remember my father's words, secretly I knew that Daddy probably would have chosen that same path. I forgot about that movie until many decades later when my father became physically and mentally debilitated by a series of strokes. It was the long-feared nightmare that I always pushed from my mind. My 90-year-old father became a shadow of his former self, and it crushed my sisters and me to think that Daddy was probably going to die within a year, or maybe months, or, or weeks. The family house in Maryland was sold. My mother moved her and dad to Florida, where he resided in a cheery little nursing home, and my mother walked there every morning from my uncle's house in order to care for my daddy's needs. Then she returned at night after she helped him into bed. My sisters and I often visited so we could give my mother breaks in the routine. After several months, Daddy began to quickly fail and was rushed to the hospital where an IV was inserted. When his body became bloated and his lungs began to fill with fluid, they took him off the IV and Daddy was sent back to the nursing home. Our family agonized and conferred with doctors. And after much prayer and discussion, we made a decision not to prolong his dying with more treatments and medications. Because his digestive system was shutting down, it was clear that my father had entered the irrevocable process of dying. And knowing my father, he would not want the process prolonged. My sisters and my mother tenderly cared for Daddy's needs around the clock, camping on couch pillows, watching his every move. Whenever we heard the rattle in Dad's lungs, we could not help but wonder, did we do all we could for Daddy? Have we made the right decisions? Well, in a day or two, the drama ended, and Daddy passed away peacefully into heaven. But dying is such a hard thing, isn't it? And it is strange how, when the parade of life finally runs out of steam, we feel cheated, don't we? As though someone should have told us it was this short, this hard, this final. But death is supposed to be hard, very hard. Yes, it is difficult for the one who is dying, but it is also painful for the family and friends. Some may try to soften the throes of death as a Christian's birth pangs before entering heaven's bliss, but there is nothing soft about death. It's dying that's the painful part, and the facts of death often can be as harsh as the facts of life. You know, if you are helping to escort a dear friend or an elderly family member through this difficult end-of-life process, I'd like to give you some help. It's very practical help in the form of a pamphlet I wrote called, When Is It Right to Die? It is filled with insights that I know will help you answer tough questions. So go to my radio page at johnnyandfriends.org and ask for your free gift, When Is It Right to Die? And please let us know how we can be praying for you and your dying loved one at johnnyandfriends.org.